0: Hello and welcome to Innovators Can Laugh with Eric Melcher. Eric is a social entrepreneur, marketing geek for a tech startup, an American expat living in Romania, and a mediocre tennis player. Admiring the drive and vision of entrepreneurs everywhere, Eric dives into the interesting and fascinating stories of innovators from Eastern Europe. Here now is your host, Eric Melcher. Hi everyone, I hope you're all doing well today and enjoying the nice weather we're having here in Bucharest. This past weekend, I got to take my kids to the Dino Museum here in Bucharest and eat some delicious tacos with Maria Sass from Sustainably. If you want authentic Mexican tacos, check out MAT on Facebook. They're absolutely delicious. And before I forget, if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, go to innovatorscollab.com and sign up. If you haven't done this already, you're going to want to do this soon because over the next two weeks, I'm going to share some of the growth hacking strategies we've implemented at Bonjuro, which is the SaaS company I work for based out of Australia. I'm going to share what has worked for us and what hasn't, which in turn can help your business grow. Now getting to our next guest, Daniel Nikolai, he's the founder of InnoShip, co-founder, which is an advanced multi-carrier shipping software for your retail business needs. Now, if you're in retail and doing business in multiple regions and countries, then you're going to want to hear it, to listen to this. This was a great conversation as we also discussed Daniel's rise in the corporate world while at Orange and some of the struggles he had as a young manager who oversaw a team of dozens of people. Hope you enjoy the conversation. My guest today is Daniel Nikolai, co-founder of InnoShip, an advanced multi-carrier shipping software for your retail business needs. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, uh, Eddie, for the invitation. Yeah, pleasure to have you here. I thought we'd get started with a few fun, light questions. Uh, first question: What motivates you outside of work?
1: <laughs> you know, I I, I usually like to, uh, to 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 ride with my bike. I have two bikes: one for the road and another one for off-road. Let's say. Um I used to do that uh, every weekend uh, but now with kids and startups, unfortunately the time is not in my side so uh, that's that's the passion I still have uh, investing in uh, in the bikes, but still keeping there for for the, the periods to come. What's one of your favorite courses
0: or places to go ride?
1: Uh, usually, I'm a fan of uh, mountain side. So uh, usually, going through different side of Transylvania, different side of uh, south side of Europe of Romania, where we have really nice places, and you can enjoy a lot the 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 way and the, the competitions there because uh, outside the geography, it's fantastic.
0: That sounds so cool. I'm imagining like you going by like these old villages on your mountain bike and seeing
1: farms and sheep on the mountains. Is that what it's like? Exactly, exactly. One of them, my favorite competition, it's in Viskri. Most probably, you know, you hear about this uh, very old uh, village where uh, we have a Charles coming uh, from uh, UK. From time to time, he, if I'm not wrong, he both uh, houses there. And there are a couple of villages, uh, old ones with a very old uh, church there and uh, there is a competition which is uh, passing I think five or eight uh, villages in one uh, in, in one competition, which is really nice because you pass the village afterwards have a lot of uh, trees and so on and a really nice relief and after that coming back uh, to another village. indeed it's, uh, it's something different this is the specific of uh, Transylvania and uh,
0: quite interesting. That that sounds so fun.
1: Okay, other question for
0: you. If you could invite any two or three guests, alive or dead, over for a dinner party, who would they be? (laughs) Any two or three guests?
1: Yeah, I think it's a really difficult question. (laughs) I'm not sure if I can answer now to that. I need to think because when you have such opportunity to invite a few you need to think about it. I'm always thinking about having the chance to, to learn more from other experience from others. Um, for sure it's about technology but otherwise and how others build technologies giants or how others come with brilliant ideas related to this type of technologies even for B2C or for B2B. But afterwards how the healthcare industry has been changed how we can better serve uh, different geographies i know that uh, still in romania there we have a lot of challenges today but i had the chance to visit africa and to be in cameroon for a while and i understood how they are living there and i'm thinking about how we can help a such country to uh, to do some steps forward so unfortunately i don't have the question but i know <laughs> that i i have a lot of curiosities and i really like to learn more about other how others okay. change the things comes with brilliant ideas which help other white people to grow. Okay, last question. If you could
0: have someone like a personal ass- assistant follow you around all day,
1: what would you have them do? I never had a such, uh, including in the corporation. I used to have uh, an assistant but I decided not to have an assistant and to let the assistant <laughs> do some job in a team which she liked to do better. Um, I'm not sure if I would like to have an assistant because I don't like the idea to bring me the coffee in the morning, to arrange me the agenda uh, Mm -hmm. or to plan the trips and to buy the tickets. No, it's not about that. I really, I'm more like to, to be myself as an assistant maybe for a while for a chef in a kitchen for a weekend oh, and understanding how they are cooking and how they are playing with the things and the, the learning some techniques there or i yeah. like to be the assistant for i don't know an expert for some industry for a few days and to learn from their uh, experiences i like this the, this type of you know experiences maybe to to be the assistant someone to Come next to me if he believes that he will like to learn something from how we are doing the things, or myself being the system of somebody. Yes. Uh, I'm not talking always about business. I'm talking, as I mentioned to you, I really love yeah. to have the chance to stay next to a uh, a chef for a weekend and to understand how they are fighting for each dish to be ready and tasty each time in, uh, in uh, for, for each customer they have.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. That is such a great idea. You know, work in the kitchen for a week or two, follow somebody, you know, and that that to me, you learn a new skill, you get to appreciate somebody else's craft, and you just grow, you know. You grow in such a way that's going to enhance your life, your quality of life, and especially if it's like a hobby or something you like. Exactly. you know? i would love to be like the bob boy for like roger federer exactly. and be
1: his assistant for like a week right <laughs> exactly yeah, i think is that that's that's the opportunity looking forward more than thinking about what i should uh, how i should manage the activities with my assistant because all, up to now i didn't have any time uh realize that really i do need an assistant to help me if i'm doing my best to be well organized, as much as possible organized for what I'm trying to do. I don't need someone to stay next to me up to now. I I didn't feel that. I'm more thinking about being myself an assistant for someone from where I can learn more. Yeah.
0: Tell us a bit about your background, about your education. Where did you go to school? What was your first job like? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, very very short on that. I'm from the countryside. I, I was not born in Bucharest, in the capital of Romania. I was born in uh, Râmnicu Vâlcea. Um, just to make a short uh, joke around that, it's called Hackleville. I don't know if you know that. Uh, Râmnicu Vâlcea, there are a lot of hackers. <laughs> there is no, there is nothing to do with internships, so it's it's totally yeah. different. But I think we had and still there are very good um, uh, schools and um, for 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 IT, let's say there. There is no, okay. there is no u- university in in, in uh, Remnikulja. There are only high schools which are are quite good in uh, in this side of uh, yeah. computer science, uh, programming, and so on. So I have been born there um, uh, I p- was at a programming school uh, after that I, I joined um, cybernetic University in Bucharest which sounds very cool but in fact it's just uh, letting us to understand how to deal uh, with the business need and with the ones which are making codes and uh, being the one in the middle understanding what exactly is the business need and how to translate that in in a software side so. That's Perfect. mostly about what we have been learning for 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 four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize I'm not in the top of the list of my uh, of the student at university uh, and uh, but that's
0: that's fine though that's fine because exactly. <laughs> have you ever heard this saying that a and B students work for C students? yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, that's okay. that's totally fine
1: absolutely including in the in, in really when I was at school I was in the second part of the you know top of the school of the class nevertheless it's not it was not about how uh, smart uh, uh, to be in a certain moment in time it's more about understanding the context of those things i i, I realized that i will never be one of the top student i'll never take uh, um, the, the premium um, stages and uh, I understood that I need to start to work and to find uh, a resource to, to be paid for that. Thinking about the fact that my family are, in that time uh, have been done a lot of efforts to sustain me and it was always too little for the needs of a younger um, boy in, in Bucharest uh, looking all over the place and thinking about opportunities. So I've I been started to work for for a software company uh, they were a certified Oracle partner for implementation for e-business suite, uh, their ERP, uh, for B corporation. In that time, I, I remember the first day that I, it was impossible not to sleep uh, because being a student, I never respect the time, you know, and the framework. Uh, it was quite difficult to, to stay, to be present at 9 at the office and afterwards to leave at 6.00. And uh-huh. to be concentrated in something which I didn't understood, so it was uh, it was complicated. But afterwards, I realized that I had a chance to learn from uh, from experts in terms of uh, software, understanding about business processes and so on. And afterwards, I had a chance to visit few sides of Romania where big manufacturers uh, decided to to buy a such tool. And to implement a such tool, um, companies with 10,000, uh, 20,000 employees on um, 10,000 meter squares uh, with different type of fact, uh, warehouses, and so on. And it was it was amazing for someone from the countryside, uh, quite younger, coming in Bucharest, being part of a software company, understanding how the business processes are running, and having the chance to visit several places around the country, and uh, such a big places. Uh, it was a fantastic opportunity, so I deal with that, being fully passionate about uh, this industry. I, I uh, finished the school, and afterwards, it was in that time quite complicated to uh, to sustain uh, the dream to grow. <laughs> in the same time, uh, I decided to think about to look at around opportunities because there were in that time. A lot of companies coming from all over the places, investing in Romania, creating offices here, working, creating software, creating consultancy, creating uh, products, everything. So it was... Is this in the early 2000s? Exactly. It was in the early 2000s. Exactly. Okay. And I joined, in that time I joined Orange. I remember that Orange paid me twice than the software company to join supply chain department for having an entry-level job. Uh, that was a no-brainer <laughs> that was no brainer in indeed yeah. uh, f- from perspective of financial side i remember that i was feeling that i'm flying when i received the offer and going back at home they said you should not tell us now if it's a, a proof of not or not you should let us know tomorrow but i, I was i was thinking about saying yes from from the first second and afterwards i realized that I need to do something, something more on that. I, I need to grow because before doing basic job and entry level in the supply chain, I was doing a lot of things with Oracle. Orange, it was, an, it was a company using Oracle. That was one of the reasons they decided to hire me. And mm-hmm. I said, OK, I should grow. And I started to grow step by step, being a first um, manager of a small team and growing up uh, step by step up to the moment when I was the head of supply chain in Orange Romania. Um, coordinating 50 people. And in the last two years of uh, of Orange, I worked for Center of Excellence in Paris as a senior consultant in supply chain, doing uh, transformation projects in supply chain for Middle East and Africa. And I have been working closely with uh, Jordan and Cameroon. Daniel, what was the hardest part of, about this
0: role that you were in right now? I mean, you're growing. You now went from a small team to now a large team, 50 different people. During this time, what was the hardest part for you?
1: Um, I think the drive to uh, to do the best every day it was uh, the, what helped me to grow. But in the same time, sometimes I think I was uh, I was only follow my dream and only follow the the, the end end of, of the process, um, which at the end maybe in an early stage of my uh, my life, early years of my life. I think I was the head of supply chain at 31.
0: It's a very young age.
1: Exactly. Being in a top management position, being there in board, understanding what the things are happening, how the fight is there. I remember that my boss said that, Daniel, from this moment in time, your friends in the meetings will not be your friends. Because uh, in, in, uh, in a such position, everyone will fight for his role, for his chair, for his position, for his opinion, for his uh, influence yeah. in the company. And I think I was too young to understand what exactly that means. And I think corporations should do something with very young, enthusiastic, talented people which are growing in, in short time up to the top uh, positions. To come back a little bit with advice is, I should say with coach or something like that, to, to let him know about what you should understand from this moment in time, what can be changed, what you, what can be your uh, strange or difficult position uh, unexpected from time to time and you should be prepared for that because that it will be happen and you should be mature to understand that it's just a play role, it's not something personal, but in such early age You'll take it personal from, from that moment in time.
0: Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Early in my career, I had so many ideas. You have so much energy to contribute to the company. You want to give so much back to the company. You're helping them grow. You become a very important person. They promote you. But then all of a sudden, you realize you're, you're spending a lot of energy just fighting with some of the other people at the company to obtain resources. Or something political, or something, and you're not you're not using that energy to actually do something, <laughs> some real work, something
1: good for the company. But I <laughs> so I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Exactly. But I believe that, that that's the the way the, the things are are happening. It's not something unusual the, in, right. in corporations. That that's the way the things are are, are making and are playing. Like, uh, but you should be prepared for that. Yes, and yes. I think no. that's, the, that's the place where sometimes uh, Human Resources Department and you know some um, other f- uh, companies department should prepare people growing step by step internally because they always look at to promoting someone from, internal, from, from the team to grow, but afterwards they, they are not preparing them to fight and to understand what they should discover afterwards in each step they are growing.
0: Yes. During that period, was there a
1: time you told
0: somebody, why not? Like, was there ever a big decision or a big initiative where somebody, you saw something a different way and the entire team or a group of people didn't see it that way? They didn't think it was possible. And you said, why not? And you were able to change their mind and push something through.
1: Um, I think personally for a period of time of um, up to six months, it was, it was, for me, so uh, f- f- fascinating to look at how many information I can have, how how the things are decided, uh, at what they are looking when they are uh, realizing that something is not happening well. So it was a discovery phase for me in the beginning. Uh, I, I remember that each Friday it was a war room, uh, the, the, the name of the, the <laughs> meeting, at every Friday morning at 9, uh the the second level up to the commercial chief officer in in a meeting next to the this guy uh, which was a brilliant guy and um, we all prepared some slides i remember it was a presentation of over 60 slides and Uh it was and i do believe that still today i do have at least 10 slides which i don't understand uh because (laughs) uh, so too many kpis too many trends too many combinations between services being in a uh, telecom provider uh, combination between different type of services different type of uh, combination between the service and the products and so on. It was a complicated infrastructure there and understanding how the things are running, it it was fantastic. Afterwards, indeed I I was the promoter of uh, being an innovative company and uh, my boss, it was uh, as well as such a guy which pro which push me sometimes maybe too much in this perspective, which I otherwise push the team to go further. So, uh, and I said yes, we can be better than uh, I don't know some uh, uh, retailers in the local market, which are fighting better for serving the customers. We can do better some aspects which are not uh, simple to to be sustained afterwards in the company. I had few times this power Raise the flag and say, guys, now that that's possible, we can do that. We we should not be afraid because if we look at a little bit deeper, it's not so complicated as uh, uh, can, uh, we consider and we can think about now. Uh, but again, uh, in a such position, people don't like the guy which are raising the flag. It's not always a good a good point to raise uh, to be someone which is saying no 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 I, I, I do see a solution there. They
0: think you're showing off, right? Yeah, yeah. they think you're big headed. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: it, it's nice in the beginning, but afterwards has to be somehow the one which is challenging the rest of the of the both, right. <laughs> of the players. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what
0: happened that you decided? Wait a minute. I need to launch a solution out there in the marketplace. I need to launch in When did that come about?
1: Um, always thinking about this, uh, you know, my background in the technology side. And I was always looking to the software providers, how easy they can make money comparing to the the operational side. So I said, how, <laughs> how can they ask us to pay a few, I don't know, 1,000, 2,000 of euro per, for implementing a button which is doing a simple thing. So, considering how much you are working to save 2,000 of euro from a such, I don't know, specific operational aspect. So, uh, from this perspective, I was always understood that working with technology and doing technologies is it's a better future for myself, being more comfortable with that and uh, from one project we had in in origin in that time uh, trying to serve better customers and to it was a customer experience big project in the company all over the place and the interactions the customer has with the company to elevate that is, as much as possible and i said okay we'll implement for our e-commerce customers multiple delivery options at the checkout being able to choose the time frame to be delivered the parcel at least for Bucharest. And afterwards, being able to deliver same-day deliveries and so on. It was in 2005, no, 2006 or something like that. So early stage, including big players, which are offering now very fast delivery, they didn't have that in, in their checkouts. I was looking to big players international and I said, we can do that. I will invite carriers to... understand to code for such delivery and afterwards being a such big company we can sustain part of the cost from our marketing budgets and afterwards asking the customer to pay because that will be the future and um, it was really good receive the project in the company we started working on it but afterwards i understood that such big company it's a very difficult position to be interconnected with multiple uh, delivery companies through the APIs and so on, because ERP is still for a big company is not the most flexible tool they have to be interconnected with multiple other partners, external partners. And uh, again, coming from the industry software side, I said that's not possible. It's just our elephant moving uh, framework is not due to the fact that the technology is not helping us it's just because we are so slow in the way of doing the things and we don't understand how we should move ourselves further and i said why not why should not be a software which is already interconnected with everyone and i should interconnect myself with only one software and i'll have available everybody in once and uh, I started to look to the local market. I didn't find anybody doing that. I was starting to look at uh, different markets. I realized that there is such type of business in the UK, in Nordics, but nobody in the Central and eastern Europe. And I, I said, that's the, that's the opportunity. That's the, that's the <laughs> moment. And uh, I explained to two of my closer friends about uh, what I have in mind. They said, uh, "How much? How do you think it will cost us to do that?" I I don't remember exactly what was the amount in that time. They uh, they said, "Okay, we'll sustain you. We are your angel investors from the beginning in this company and go further." And what year um, was that? In uh, in two thousand and sixteen. Okay, and it was it was quite a nice journey from uh, from that time. Uh, it was one of the project I I did I did the exit from that project in in this moment in time in the side of software related to supply chain, uh, which is good for. I, it was quite short from perspective of time as being an entrepreneur. So I took a round of investment. I something happens from the way of organizing the team uh, playing uh, dealing with uh, investors with uh, with the partners and so on i realized, uh, I realized that that f- how the things are, are moving are not in the way of my dream i decided to do my exit my first exit chose a good exit from from uh, for, for that time i didn't had in my bank account a such big cash which was not a cash for buying a house, but nevertheless, it was good enough for, for the first experience. And like afterwards... 40,
0: like 40 or 50 million US dollars? What are we about
1: <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, no, at least, at least. No, 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 no. Far away from that. But nevertheless, it was, is, I think it's good for someone which is starting to, to, to run the first steps in the entrepreneurial life to understand that there is a lot of hard work to do uh, you need to be to look at several aspects to, to, to just um, put a little bit your way uh, safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a lot of mistakes in the beginning in, in two of the projects I have been started, now it's, InnoShip is the third one. I can assure you that uh, I was uh, deeply uh, uh, focused on how the the, the the company has been established and how the rules are related to the founders and the investors and everything. I started from the beginning with the branding of the name, uh, with, uh, with the colors, uh, with everything related to this image of the company from the moment mm-hmm. zero, I registered the company name and having the property of the name and everything related to that. It is not just when you start a company and you start a, a, a startup, it's not only about your idea and your product, it's about the whole ecosystem around the company you want to build. And I realized that the product is just one of the assets of your company. The product has some needs, the company has other needs. You should understand all elements as much as possible from this puzzle and work on everything at early stages possible. If you have money to invest a little bit in each, it to help you and at early, it's better.
0: So now this is your third company. What are you spending more time or money in? Because from your experience, you realize I need to invest more in this area of the business so that the business as, as an entirety could be better. What area?
1: Um, we we we'll, we are always trying to to split the the budgets in uh, taking care about not only the product because this is the most important one, and this is the one which. Typically, it's covering most of the budget or it's, it's, it's making you feeling that you should spend most of the budget on the product side, on technology side. But I think I, I don't want to consider our region and our the founders from the, this region feeling more like that in the beginning. I do believe that we don't have too much experience by creating companies and selling our services and our products to the customers and having enough people with a such experience which can help afterwards other companies to build, which I do believe today we are build, we are helping another generation of sales people, marketing people, enterp- which is related to technology, enterprise, B2B, fast growing, uh, which will be extremely valuable for the next generation of startups will come. So today, coming back to your questions, we are keeping, uh, let's say, a maximum 40% of our spend on the technology side. Not because we are putting pressure on that, just because we are growing and we are investing more and more on on the side of marketing and on the side of sales. Yeah, Because uh, it's always better to push enough the paddle on the sales side, on the marketing side, on the partnership programs and understanding the partners in the way afterwards to be smart enough to develop properly your product. Because in the beginning, the idea of your, the product and the validation you have been receiving in the beginning is the most important one. But afterwards, you should think about how you can keep, still keep your product as simple as possible and general as possible to serve multiple customers, but being flexible enough to help you to grow accelerated.
0: Yes. Okay. And what's the one thing that makes InnoShip stand out compared to other shipping software out there, Daniel?
1: I think the mix of the technology and the knowledge you have and how we are moving our knowledge, business knowledge, into the platform, to being the platform more smarter than us. In the beginning, we decided to be four co-founders at TinoShip. It was a, a clear decision why we do that. Uh, one, uh, Andre, is coming from the technology side. He was the IT manager for several big retailers in the local market uh, which represents, in, in fact, uh, big regional players from Germany. Myself from uh, the retailer industry, Dan and Robert from the carrier industry. So we said, okay guys, let's put our knowledge on, on, on one single project build this platform, which is covering not only the technology side, but it's built in a such way that it will be easy for any retailers to be be used and valuable for them. And each time when we interact with a customer, the customer is feeling that we really do efforts to understand his business, to understand how we can help his business with our technology, that we are their partner. And afterwards, with our technology, we are helping them to grow, to serve better their customers, to sell more, uh, and to keep their cost under control. And having this approach, we are so glad today to have more than 100 customers in one year and a half. It was a lot of work. Up to December last year, we only the three co-founders, were responsible for selling our platform to the customers and the implementation and everything. It was so difficult and afterwards we started to hire people on the marketing side, on the sales side and so on. But I think that's that's making the difference. This day by day care about how we interact with customers, how we can be better on understanding the problems, understanding the challenges, understanding uh, the, the needs and the future objectives of different retailers we are interacting with, and afterwards each time when we interact with a new existing, with a new prospect or with an existing customers, we are coming with this know-how and letting the customer understanding how they should improve their things, and that's something which is not repetitive. If you if you come back to the business side and look into the company, you cannot repeat such knowledge. Quickly and let the company to grow. And one of our main focus is the four co-founders we are meeting each month in a only one hour meeting outside the city and thinking about okay, what we discover, the following 10 points. Which are the ones which we can implement, we can make the platform be smarter and doing this, I don't know, maybe. 4 out of 10 points understand to do that automatically and afterwards being smarter smarter than us because the platform can understand from the whole traffic uh, has, all the data has, how to come with recommendations. And I think that's, that's making the difference. The system starts to be smarter and smarter, make recommendations. We are looking to the platform saying, wow, really? Th- that's possible? How, how did the calculation look at back? Because always we are thinking about not to be something misunderstood or the system to calculate something which you didn't uh, realize in the beginning and take some elements which can then not somehow the recommendations.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you 100%. Last question for you, Daniel. Um, what do you wish you realized five to 10 years ago that you are doing now?
1: Another, uh, uh, another, uh, another good question um i I was always thinking about being an entrepreneur and having this freedom to to think about innovations which i can derive i I remember that the four co-founders of inoship we remember ourselves each month that we have an amazing opportunity to be all of us in a boat on a sea on a river no no matter and us being the one deciding if we'll take it to the right or to the left or if we'll move on two of ours uh, from the team on the right side and, and uh, moving forward and two on the left or three, one, no matter what, the, it's, it's in our hands to decide everything, which is it's fantastic. Sometimes we see that we didn't took the right decision or uh, we, we believe something and the, the reality was different. But sometimes we are so happy to see that what we had in mind, it was the proper thing. And uh, we insist to have uh, this uh, this uh, this meeting of four of us. I think we are complementary, totally complementary in the way of. Real life uh, as, a, as a human in the way of interaction with people. Uh, one is uh, taking the flag, saying, I'm moving to the fight. I'm the one opening the, the territories and so on. Another one is saying, but do you think we are good enough? We are well prepared, which is good because it's making the difference. It's putting all together and understanding. Yes, what I should take of, I, I, My plan is like that. What do you think? I think you are so ambition. Maybe you should think about more about that. Being for and being complementary, it's fantastic because always yeah. at the end of the day we are happy with what we decided. And sometimes it's 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 so important to have the feedback from others, in the way you believe the things and sharing between us and still doing this. Uh, this ambition to have these interactions and keep this interaction between us is helping our company to grow like uh, we, we did up to now.
0: That's fantastic to hear. It sounds like you four are setting up a really, really strong culture of collaboration, exactly. understanding. Exactly. And because you guys are in sync, there's no bickering, there's no fighting amongst yourselves, that regardless of whatever road that innership is going to take, it's going to be from four people People who are passionate about the company, who like working with one another, respect one another, and are enjoying the journey. And that that just makes it so much better, you know, so much better. Daniel, this was a pleasure having you on Innovators Can Laugh. Really enjoyed this conversation. Um, For everybody wanting to find more about Intership, I will put the website in the call notes below. And thank you, everybody, for joining in. And until next week, uh, goodbye and la revedere. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it, If you could give us a review and start rating on Spotify or Apple. Also, don't forget to sign up for the ICO newsletter at innovatorscollab.com, where you can get our our latest newsletter and details about each guest. Thanks.